Well, what up, everybody? How we doing? Whoa. This is episode eight. We live? Yeah, we live right now. We live. Whoa. <laughs> man, we're currently live, and I'm just finding out five, ten seconds into this. We live, and we got Conjuring playing in the background. I know. The, 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 the new Conjuring. The, 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 the woman of Wody. <laughs> Watching the Conjuring movie that just came on HBO Max and other theaters around the world. Um, I don't fool with this type of shit. So yeah, scary movies not my thing, bro, at all. Um, you know, give me some comedy, give me some sports, give me something like that. Big facts. How you doing though? I'm great, bro. I'm amazing. Hey, you know, things like I like, like I said a couple episodes ago, man. I got some moves in the, in the making. Um, Want to share one of those moves that? <laughs> Child. Hey. Well, you know, so yeah, we are expecting uh, December 2021 coming soon. You know, we don't know if it's a boy or girl yet. It's hope for you know a healthy child, healthy, healthy child, and a healthy delivery. Um, but yeah, man, you know, yeah. things coming. I'm grateful, blessed. Um, but yeah, man, that's the that's the big thing. I'm supposed to be moving out the apartment into our first home. Next month, so hopefully all that goes through. Um, so Add- like I said, man, big moves, big moves. Just hoping everything, you know, falls into place. Adding on to the Woody family, for real. Hey, bro. Blessings on blessings. Yeah, it's indeed, bro. Hey. Um, and, I, and, you know, like I said, bro, you you always been there. Thank you to you, you know. Hey. Future godfather. <laughs> uh, so, I'm a godfather. Right. I'm not. Uh, so yeah, brother, that's what's going on with us. How about you? What's, what's going on in Brandon's world? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm happier than ever. Like I'm just enjoying, enjoying life every single day, every single second. Just you know, yeah, man, just soaking up all this happiness. You know, I got a, a nice, strong other half in my life now. Mm-hmm. So I like what I'm she definitely holding it down for me. It's been holding it down for me. The month of May has been very amazing for me, and I just hope. To keep it going for ever and ever, so yeah, she's she's watching the Conjuring with your wife too, so they they both on that that weird wicked shit right now. Not a bond, not bonding. Yeah, they they bonding through do evilness right now. <laughs> y'all heard the, the the bars my man just dropped on y'all just now. My man said May has been uh May Zay. You know, yeah, I caught that. Don't, don't you saw that bar, huh? May has been amazing for the real. Bars, you know? Definitely, yeah, I can tell, man. I can tell. I see it. I can see it in. I see it in you. I can hear it in your voice. Yeah, y'all told me that when I walked in. I ain't never seen you smile this much. Yeah, I'm like, dang. Hey, that's how it be. You never know until you know. Shit, shit, man. It's a feeling. Ah, and here we are. Back yeah. with the Woody Podcast and the music, and then some. Back with it, sweet. So on the music side, I don't know y'all. Like y'all ain't heard from us in a couple of weeks. You know, a lot, a lot been going on. A lot of moves been made, and a lot of things have been taking place. So, and a lot to talk about, and a lot to discuss. So we're going to take it back a couple weeks, um, starting off with the Koi, the Ray, Silent Show. <laughs> All respect and love to Koi, I fool with Koi, um, But for some of y'all who may know, some of y'all may not know, because <clears throat> it kind of came up through the news and went through kind of fast. She did a concert show in Atlanta. I believe it was the Atlanta Memorial Weekend, you know, celebration, extravaganza, whatever y'all may call it down in the eighth. Um, and she was one of the she was one of the you know performers, uh, and the video that we saw 
that I hope y'all saw. It was pretty quiet. It was very dim. No movement. No. No. It was no more parties. There was no parties going down. Yeah, there was no partying in that video. In that video. Uh, oh man. How you felt about that? Do you think that? Do you think that told the story of her career where she's at right now? How do you How you felt about that? Initially, I was just like, dang, like. I, I knew, like, I know how things can get for new artists when it comes to, you know, you coming to the scene and you just trying to get your name out there and your career, you know, buzzing. And the concerts can be a little bit tricky because that's your way of promoting your music pretty much through concert and touring. So so when I first saw this, I was just like, dang, don't nobody rock with her music like that? I'm, I'm thinking that's her concert. So I'm thinking, like, it's you know, this is her concert and her show, so... I was like, whoa, nobody really reacting or really showing love to nothing. Like, whatever. I didn't even know what the song was. So right, right. I was just, I was kind of shocked. I was, I never really seen that. But really not social media. So, like, you see one thing, and that's kind of just the narrative of it. So yeah. I was just like, well, I don't know if she could shake back from that. She kind of had the, not the boo moment, but it was kind of like, dang, nobody really nobody reacting. Rock with nobody rocking yeah. with it. What do you think? Initially. Um, you know, uh, you, you actually just touched on it, bro, when you said that people see a clip and that tells the whole narrative of how we feel like the whole show went. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of shocked by it as well. I was like, bro, I, I feel like Koi is really on the rise. Yeah. Um, like, she is like the, the new star. She's that rising star right now. Right. Um, but a period. And so to, say, to see that type of video kind of shocked me. Um, and uh, one interesting thing that came up was just her reaction to it on Twitter how she was saying like the hate is getting louder and louder and she was, mm-hmm. it was affecting her mentally mm-hmm. um, and some I want to say a fan came out someone who was actually in the video and in the audience came out with their own video and said that mm-hmm. Koi started off playing her new songs which nobody really knew yet you know of course you know ain't nobody really that I guess they weren't that tapped into knowing like what she released you know right before the show and things like that and everybody was expecting the normal part. They were expecting Big Purr. They were expecting... Um, Which is expected. You know, that's what people yeah, really like they, come they there to see. They main songs. And that's what they want to hear. That's what they want to hear from you. Especially if you're not really from that area. They're not really tapped in with you for real. For like, like I said, it was, a, it was a very Atlanta-based show. Like the majority of the performers were from Atlanta. Yeah. Um, and so... The, what the girl's video basically was stating was she came out playing the new stuff people didn't really know it but as soon as she started playing No More Parties in Big Perk got lit oh yeah I'm, I'm already knowing <laughs> I'm knowing it was lit up it was, in the it was, a, it was a big you know a big performance for those songs those songs that got hot um, and I think it just comes with I feel like it just comes with growth like as an artist um, and that's not not even just speaking on at all to artists but I'm just saying just anything you do in your craft the more you become familiar with it and what people may want and what your target audience needs then you're going to give them that you know you're going to give people what they want what they demand it's a, it's, a, it's a business thing if people demand this you supply it you know people don't know your new stuff in this area so don't give them your new stuff right um, they want the stuff that's, they, that got you popping that got you on that lineup. so give them that you know what I'm saying you know what that reminded me of like you ever been to a college party and then out of nowhere, like the college party turns into a concert? Yeah. And you got the local rappers that come on stage and everybody in the party's like, what the hell? Like, what is this? Like, and you oh, get that, that blank stare, like, what is this? I don't, I don't like. I don't know what this is. This is the opening act that I didn't, that I didn't ask for. Yeah. But it's like, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, a party, but 
it was never promoted as all right special guest concerts. Now you're looking like who are you? Why are you here? And like what you doing this for? So it's like we went to that Drake concert. Yeah. So we got there so early. We got there before the opening acts came on the stage. Yeah. And it was the one girl that came up and we were just standing there like, all right, like I don't know who the hell is. And what's is. crazy is it's like it's stuff like that. It's moments like that's stuff that artists gotta I guess go through. You gotta go through those I guess uh, opening stages where nobody's even there for you to even mm-hmm. open up for because the opening act was really Roy Woods. I remember when Roy came out, that was like the opening act, and that was kind of like nobody. I ain't saying nobody was there for Roy Woods, but you know we're we're all here to he see Jersey Drake. Right. Yeah, he Roy wasn't Roy as packed. Like when, when I don't even remember who the girl was that came out on stage. I don't even know either. Um, the floor was like half packed. And she was going performing. She was really doing her thing. Mm-hmm. No one knew who she was. Nobody. And it was quiet. And people's on their phones, checking their phones, talking, moving around. Mm-hmm. Roy Woods came out. The floor was pretty much packed. People kind of was in the stands. And people know Roy Woods yeah. because he's part of Drake's label. Right. Like and associated with with, uh, with Drake. So people was fooling with it. But when Drake hit the stage, the yeah. building was <laughs> packed. Like, no matter where you look, it was like, mm-hmm. So, I mean, and like you said, bro, I think it's just a growing pain. This is just something that you have to get through at the beginning of your career. Um, I feel like Carla Rae's at a point now where she doesn't really need to go through that, really. Like, where she has to be a a pre-opening act to opening act. Like, I feel like she could be an opener for somebody or maybe even, like, you know, yeah, have, like, a mini show or something. I do think she probably, I do, honestly, I feel like she may need a little bit more music to get to that point. Yeah. She got two projects out. Um, and then they're like early projects it's not like that one main like promoted type album like studio album um, that like blew up on the, that's like that's blown up on the charts but what I will say is I do I, I definitely agree with you that she's on the way like she's up there mm-hmm. um, and she has that baggie but one thing I think one thing I think that's good from this like everything has a purpose in life and so I feel like with this situation that occurred one thing I noticed too, Nicki Minaj reached out. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj obviously came back on the scene um, with "Beat Me Up, Scotty." "Beat Beat Me Up, Scotty" released um, the scene green uh, opener. Her Drake and Wayne that uh, we touched on the last episode, mm-hmm. and so I feel like oh, this was a part of that. This was Nicki coming out saying like, "Yeah, I'm the I'm the goat. I'm the top dog." But at the same time, I see you. That was a good move. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you some advice. Hold your head up. You know, it, get, it it's hard out here. I was in your shoes. You know, keep pushing. And that's true. Yeah. You know, I feel like that was really a goat move. It would be like, yo, like, like, don't don't go to Twitter. Don't go to the internet because you had, like, a, a down moment. Right. Like, pe- like, you know, pick your chin up. Like, keep that shit moving. Like, people not going to fuck with you. People might boo you. But, hey. Keep going. Somebody gonna be interested. They gonna they gonna learn to love you eventually once you start right. once you popping. But one person I hate you already got ten people out there that love you. Like your enemies gonna become your fans once you really get out there. And I think she's you know she's slowly it's slowly starting to be like that for her. So I mean look I mean no parties like all that like everybody's singing that you know what I'm saying like. And what's crazy to me I feel like the thing is we're in such a like trolling social environment right now so it's more it's, it seems like it's it's cooler to be the troll and to be yeah. the person to like laugh at someone else's pain yeah. or someone else's demise than to be like hey like keep your head up like we still love you like, yeah. hey, it was a it was a misstep but you know don't you know don't fall like, yeah you might stumble but get yourself back together get back on track mm-hmm. keep your head up and keep pushing um, and I feel like that's something that you know and especially you know, think about she's young like it's crazy I'm saying that because I'm only 25 
Yeah, I'm about to say like, we, like we young, and it's like if you when you're growing up in that age, all you know is social media, all you know is people's opinions that's coming at you, and like how people see things, and that can mess with your head, and that can you know, right, really get under your skin. Definitely play games with your head, and uh, you know, just mess up your you know your mental, um, and low key may divert you from the path that you own as that didn't got you to that point. And I feel like Nikki stepping in and saying and just giving her those kind of words. You know, help to get back on that track. Just help to see, like, hey, it's all right. You know, this person messed up. Other people mess up my shoes. This is just my time to mess up. Then it was the stigma, just the clip. I feel like had the clip now that came out, she wouldn't have did none of that or really reacted or felt none of that. There wouldn't have been none of that. But because it was on social media and it became a trending topic and everybody's talking about it, that's when it becomes, you know, a bigger problem and bigger issue for not only the fans but the artists. Cause right. well, I'm pretty sure this ain't the first time that happened. Right. Because one thing from the video, I know she kept going. Mm-hmm. She is not like she stopped. It's right. Like she kept She didn't walk going. off stage. She kept going. She, All right. She held on. I mean, look at Drake. Drake got booed off stage. He got booed at Camp Flog now. A year ago. Like, booed. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure everyone hasn't had that moment. Ja, like. Oh, man. Ja, what was the. Ja tried to make everybody sing his songs. It was quiet. What game was that? Was that the. That was a concert. I think that was a legit concert. Or was it a game? Yeah, it was a, it was a basketball game. I'm trying to think what team it was. was the halftime show? Yeah, I think it was the halftime show. Was it oh, Milwaukee, I think? One one team. I forgot what team it was, but yeah. It's just the fact that it happened, and it happened when Ja was like, it was, you passed your prime, you passed your time. And Nobody like, responded. Yeah, like you at that point where it's like, you know, you are who you are. Mm-hmm. You have yourself, you have your spot in the game, and for nobody to react, it's like, I think it's just like, it just, it could take a person's soul low-key. And just take your whole mind out of it. And then social media paints the picture for you. So, like I said, like, it took that moment for it to get on Twitter and for it to be like a, you know, like a, a laughing moment, not only for the for him, but just for who he is and his legacy. It's like, right. you washed. Yeah. Like, That's the thing I noticed, too. He does laugh at it. You know, he mm-hmm. doesn't take it too seriously. He understands, like, it's going to happen. It's, it's, you know, everybody not going to rock with you. Everybody not going to know what your songs are. And that's where we're at now. You know, we're at a very, we're a very instant, like, Generation, yeah. I think the attention span on average for an American now is five seconds. I think, and you have five seconds to get somebody's attention, like literally. Uh, if you don't do it within that time frame, you're pretty much, you know, I feel like that's to me. dust. I really feel like me. It's, it's crazy because like that's all you have. That's all you have. Yeah. And in that moment, you it could just go to dust, be ruined. That's very true, man. I really hope she could. Continue pushing forward and uh, and just stay stay on the path, bro. Just keep making music and keep doing things that got you to where you at right now. Check us out. Check us out. Defending Miss <laughs> Coyle Ray. I know I was kind of I'm bashing her like things. a. <laughs> I'm only doing things going to make me elevate. Hey, that's that's speaking it for real. Um, more music, more music. Talking about in the moment, present day. We got a lot of music dropped today. Hey, man, we got a ton of music dropped today. Not the, the, the Atlanta Zone, speaking of Atlanta. On this good old Friday. Migos hit us, hit us with a culture three. The three-peat. This is Polo big. G came out with Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, B would like to touch on the Mr. Larry. June, you know, yeah. So oh, yeah. Hopefully, y'all. Good job, Larry. Hopefully, y'all tapped into, um. A good bit of those. Oh, we got one more. We got. Uh, we got another one. Another one. We got a little baby and a little Dirk voice of the uh, heroes. From last, uh, from last week. Yes, that did. Yes, really sir. That was a very nice tape as well. I'm gonna touch on those four. Y'all remember our grading scale? Be enlightening people again. Trash. 
mid, dope, fire. Very simple, very quick. Very easy. straight to, to the, the point. point. You know, yeah. So, who's starting off with first? Are we going with Migos first? We go with Migos. Okay, bet. Migos for real. I feel like it was definitely fire. Okay. I don't know if it was better than Culture One. Um. Yeah, that's a tough one. I think it was better than two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way better than I two. I think it was better than two, but I don't know if it was better than one. But it was. It was. It was fire, nonetheless. I feel like Migos as a collective has never put out anything less than fire altogether as a collective. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's possible. Um, and, and just because of some fact that you have three different people that honestly come with three different bags and they all work and mesh well together. Um, I feel like, I, I believe it had 19 songs. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it was 19 to 20, but I'm sure I believe it was 19. One, tracks one to 15 for me was just definite fire. Like, straight oh yeah straight through just the feel I needed it was that it was that type of music that I needed in my life um and then I want to say I'm gonna be honest I want to say about 16 and 18 kind of lost me a bit um and that just might be the whole attention spanning thing I don't know it was good songs it just was it was good is what I'm gonna say you know it was good very fair and then of course you end the you end the entire tape with the YB single Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I need you know, it. Boost them, boost them stream numbers, boost the streams. Um, but nah, man, culture definitely fire, definitely fire in my book. I'm gonna I'm do the same thing. I think it was a very fire album. I hit hit y'all in the group. I was like, hey, like this really is some good quality for me personally, since uh, no label too. Mm-hmm. Like it just reminds me of just that great quality of work that you know that has the hits and well, well this has potential hits on it because of course you know. It just came out, but hey, they got hit-worthy potentials on here for real. But it just reminds me of that quality from No Label Two, right. for me, for real, for real. Which, if I had to put this, for the since it's Culture Three, if I had to put this with the culture, this is definitely, like you said, it's, it's hard to beat that with one because one was just really a a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Like one really was like this this set the standards, set oh, the yeah. tone for it for what they was doing, you know, with the culture. So, yeah, this definitely is better than two. <laughs> definitely way I, better than two. I like it. But yeah, like I guess I'm, I'm on the same wave you on, man. One through, for me, one through fifteen. Yeah, it stopped at Mahomes. Yes. <laughs> Coincidentally, yeah, stopped yeah. at Mahomes. That's when I was like, all right, this is fire. I didn't even know like, like when it, when the album's good to me, I don't even know how far I've gotten until I you know feel like all right, this is getting kind of kind of yeah yeah when you like that mood of like it's, all right, I'm kind of yeah, it's time to, time to cut it off, and then you realize oh we're at the end. Right, that's <laughs> like, that was crazy. That's what happened for me for when it came to Migos and Polo G. I, it wasn't until I got to the end that I was like, mm-hmm. all right, well, all right, I know this is good. I know this, I know this is up there, so I can, I can chill out. Um, and see, that's what I'm saying. Like, we need more of this. We need more of that, what we came up on, which I, I hate being that person, but, like, see, that, that, that Migos, I don't want Quavo. I don't want Offset. I want all three. I need all three. It's the first time in a long time I actually enjoyed all three of them on the track. I could literally tolerate hearing all three because usually beginning and then it kind of get for me. I'm just me personally like I know with the last album Culture mm-hmm. Two, 
I would always cut it off when it come to either offset or takeoffs part because at that point the song was just it just wasn't it. The beats wasn't hitting. Is it because of the person or is it because of the song? Obviously, got to be too long. It, it was the, the song was too long. The the beats weren't really up to par. Uh, the production really wasn't really yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one they got it right. They got it right. It definitely gave you some some good good beats, good beat selections. It actually gave you some quality lyrics. Like they flows was really on point. Yeah. Very clear. It just wasn't, it wasn't no mumbo-jumbo stuff like last time, but it was definitely, you know, caught your attention, for me at least, especially yeah. with Takeoff. I was like, dang, Takeoff, yeah, Takeoff carrying it. He's sleeping on my man. It's because he's quiet. He chill. He's not with all that. Takeoff, snap, bro. Man. Pull up, rap, go home. Like, Takeoff has never had a whack verse to me ever. He's like one of the rappers I can see has never had a whack verse in their career. In my opinion, I'm like takeoff is always gonna hold his own, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I, he's just one. He's a gold. He's a, he's a gem. Avalanche, my man started off real strong with that, and just kept it going. And I'm saying, my man really. It's hard to say which is the best meal. Like, who is the top? Of course, you. Could, I mean, I feel like everybody gonna say Quavo just because he's almost he acts as like the lead. One. Yeah, he's like the lead. You know, my man vocal. Hook, the hook maestro, um, lead vocalist, low key. Gotta give it to takeoff. You say take off? I'll give it the take off. And I always wanted to give it the take off, but I knew that wasn't the popular opinion, the popular answer. So I'd always go Quavo because, you know, Quavo going to give you the hit, yeah. the, the you know, the hook and all that. So I always thought it was, I always thought it was Offset and then take off. It's like Offset, to, he's, like, he's like a good middle ground. He's like a good middle person. You put him in the middle of your song. That's, he's like a good, he's good for that. Mm. Like, I feel like, I feel like but he's also good. Like when him and Twenty One made that that uh, joint tape together, I was like, oh, like he can really, he can really flow. He can really, you know, go without, right. you know, this group shit. Like he can really hold his own. Oh yeah, I think he had the best, the best solo album. It was definitely, the, definitely with Offset. Um, I feel like Offset would be a better solo artist than all of them. I feel like Quavo would turn. Quavo would turn into a Drake. Like it's not. Drake in totality, but I mean Drake when it came to like hooks, like he would. I feel like he would turn into that. Yeah. Drake, whereas Quavo would legit turn into like a twenty one. He would turn into like that type of just. He could just rap. And we've seen Quavo oh, trying to do his solo thing. It's just it just to me it just didn't. I feel like it didn't work for me. Like I I never. I don't even know if I know a song, a solo from, song by Quavo. From his, uh, I I know one. I think it's like Lambo. I think one of those called Lambo, but I remember, I thought I thought the tape that he put up by himself was good, but I feel like people are so used to him being with the group that it kind of just like had left a bad taste in everybody's mouth mm-hmm. because I think people saw it as the beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. Usually, you know, usually when people start talking about solo tapes and all that and branching out and doing their own thing, it start it starts to make the group disperse. Out of um, the 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 Quavo Huncho album, yeah, ah, yeah, that that was a very Man. And see for that I thought it was alright I thought it was straight You know what I'm saying I thought I honestly thought Quavo Huncho was straight I didn't see it as like A career Turning point like, Yeah it wasn't like a In my mind It kept him neutral Where he was at Um But I mean I don't think it like Killed him I think he could've been alright Yeah it, he would've been like, It was alright that it released And it already that it came out But I feel like it, it, it wasn't gonna really Push anything or move anything because yeah, it wasn't was gonna prepare. Yeah, because it's like we need the Migos. We need you in a group, man. Because we know this is your strong point. 
for real, for real. Not him. The tape of him and Travis put out that. I ain't like that. That at first I didn't really like it, but over time it was one of those things. Where over time it just had to grow on me and had to, but it ended up being greater than what it was. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. when I realized all right, Quavo could really, you know, once he finds his pocket or finds you know that that perfect like pocket of music or a good beat, then he could really flow and he could really like take over a song. Mm. He really can't hop on every song. That's I feel like that's what he's doing with Quavo Huncho. Like he was just trying to hop on that beat. Just hot, yeah. It's, Negative. But yeah, Culture Three was Culture Three was fire, man. Yeah, definitely fire. I hope we get some more of that. Yeah, definitely more cultures for real. Maybe what is it? Uh, no, no, would it be No Label Three or Four? The next one, like the next, like the next project so to come say out. No Label, because you own a label. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Hopefully, Culture Four. Please don't be Culture Four. Culture Four, you know. It might, it, it might, it might like probably do some other shit. It, it might be a while before we get another culture. I feel like their culture is like kind of like a, a Carter series. Like they kind of doing it. They approach it like that. Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. So they might, they like might take Wayne that approach. Influence. Yeah. Speaking of a Wayne influence, you spoke on Polo G. Hey, who? Hey. Tell us, tell, man, enlighten, enlighten the people. Yo, man, Polo, up, Polo G's album was straight flames, straight fire, straight, like, just, just, bro, I can't even, like, put in the words how much I really, like, liked this album and loved it front to back. Yeah. But, hey, Polo G was, I didn't really hop on Polo G early on in his career. A couple songs, you know, hits every now and then. I, I realized he'll be on, but I never really fully invested into his music. This was kind of the first time I actually sat down and listened to a project he put out front to back. And I'm like, dang, I really slept on homie for real. Oh, yeah. I slept on him. Because we out here to work. Like he said, man, we out here to work. That boy. Play. That boy hungry for real. I think I, I, I'm not, I'm going to say this is the first tape that I listened to by him. I've always fooled his features, I've always fooled his singles. Um,. But yeah, I was I ain't gonna lie, I was waiting on this. I was I've been waiting on this for a week because I saw even when Dirt and Baby um, tape was coming out, I was talking about bro Polo G stuff gonna be fire, mm-hmm. especially when I saw the, the the track list and the feature list. And I didn't see it. I ain't really. I was like Polo G. Uh, okay, we'll really? see. Yeah, I was like, uh, all right, Polo G. Know, let me tell you, he coming up. He. I feel like he is part of that group. He is a part of that young group. Yeah, like we was future. talking about last time. And um, I, I don't. And it's crazy because he's so low-key, to be honest. Like, I feel like he's so fresh that you don't really keep him in that or you don't really put him in that category. But I'm telling you, like, if he, especially if he, if he keep coming out with stuff like this, he up next. He's one of the, and I'm, I'm not saying he up next, but he's one of the people that's going to be, like, you know, fighting for that spot. He's very um, consistent. I, I, I do give him that, too, because yeah, he's always all putting songs, out stuff. All, you know, he, he stayed in his pocket, stayed in his lane, didn't do nothing, like, you know, too out of his realm of music. Um, and I feel like his feature, his feature list, to my opinion, was extremely diverse um, and well-rounded. I think it's crazy. Like, one thing with me, I feel like features tells me a lot. It just tells me, like, the connections that you've made in the industry. Um, which, I mean, some people may look at it like, oh, well, it's just a check, you know. You just send somebody a beat, you know, send them the check. That colors their verse, and then they lay the verse now. But at the same time, I feel like some people do that thing where I'm going to do a verse on your track. You give me a verse, you know, and then like friendly competition, like, right? Let's like, see, let's see who I do a verse for you, do a verse for me, yeah. You know, and then we build and and, and, and build, you know, we do that and then build off that and, and move forward with it and then build some type of connection 
you know, that you can use. I feel like, I low-key feel like that's how I see features. Especially if it's something that's, like, recurring. Mm-hmm. Um, something like a, like a Drake and Future or a Drake and Rick Ross. You know, like that, you could tell that chemistry is there. Mm-hmm. And it keep building through the music that they play. It's never lackluster. There's always going to be quality. Right. So that's I'm really looking forward to see what type of features and things and, and, and projects and, and collabs that he works on moving forward. He did it right with the features, like oh, you yeah, said, for so real like, on this one. I, mean, I want to say Wayne was like on the second or third track. like Yeah, well, six, six track, yeah. It was very early I heard Wayne on us. Um, and they both did justice to the song, bro. I really feel like it was, I, I feel like, also I feel like it was fire. I don't feel like it was as good as culture. Um, as far as like the releases of the day, like if I had to rank my releases of today, I feel like it was culture first, then mm-hmm. uh, Hall of Fame, but it was definitely up there. Like I want to say, I got all the way to like I got all the way to the end. Like I got all the way to like eighteen of twenty songs. Mm-hmm. And I was then I was like, all right, well, I don't even I don't even got to listen to the last two because um, I already know like this is this is something I'm gonna keep going back to. You know, there are songs in here that I know for a fact I'm gonna take from out of here and you know put in my daily rotation in my playlist or you know add to my favorites mix or whatever it is that I could be doing. Yeah, this was definitely for me. If I had to grade it, I'd give it a dope. Mm. It was definitely dope for me. Just listening to it for a first time, you know, listening because I'm, you know, like I said, I wasn't really on Polo G like heavy, heavy, but I was, you know, you know, keeping my ear out, you know, hearing songs from here and there. But this is as a project, yeah, this was really, this was really good, good mm. quality for real. Felt very Wayne influence, mm. like just with not only the rap but just the the rock, the rocks like feel to it. He had a couple like joints where. It was kind of give you that that rock or R and B or just you know very. He does give you that vibe. Yeah, like but he still was delivering. He still was rapping on the beat, but it was like damn, like so when he had Wayne on there, I was like, oh, oh. It's coming full circle. It's coming. Oh. I don't, it was like to me, he just felt Wayne influenced. I just felt like you know he was definitely inspired by something, and when I thought you know when I heard the like the the few rock tracks on there, I was like, oh, this reminds me of Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like. It reminded me like Rebirth. Reminded kind of like the I Am Not Human Being, like that that version of, Rain, of I Wayne. Like I like that. So it was like, yeah, just like a different a different side of him, but also staying true to who he is. You know, being from the shy. Mm-hmm. So like, but still, you know, putting you know having your your shy features on there, G Herbo, Lil Durk, and everybody. So I'm like, yo, this 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 kid here, Dirty. this kid this kid hungry. Like last time on the pod, we was talking about, uh, I think the most slept on. Uh, of the new generation or just I, I put Polo G in there cause I'm I mean, we put like I remember I said Roddy last time we don't really put Roddy in that conversation but I feel like I'm putting Polo G in there too cause looking at his consistency too like he's he's really putting out you know music like right. consistently good music not no, not no whack shit like you know what I'm saying like so I'm, I'm putting Polo G in that in that same conversation too because he's very versatile just like just like Roddy Rich. He's not afraid to go different different lanes. He's not afraid to choose different beats. He's not afraid to choose different genres and still could rap on each of those things. So versatility is there. He's definitely a very versatile artist for real. Ooh, check all the boxes, my Yeah, dude. man. He's Polo G, shout out to you. A A <laughs> on to number three. Is it is it the Larry? Larry June. Yeah, Larry dropped the orange print. Oh, man. I I just got put on the Larry June last year. Oh, homie of mine. Uh, from from Jackson's name Cheese. He put me on Larry June. Uh, for real, for real. At first, I didn't didn't really res- I didn't like it because it was it gave me very Dom Kennedy vibes. Mm. 
kind of like you know a little Freddie Gibb vibe. Like just not saying it's whack, but it just was. It, it reminded me of that. Okay. So I had to kind of give it, give it a few listens, and you know find some find some tracks I did like, and I, you know I'm just like, do really, do really can spit, do really be saying some shit in the mm-hmm. songs. Like it might not be in a very like attractive way for you to just sit down and listen to and kind of bob your head to, but it's like. You gotta like that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling you earlier when I came, like some people just have a certain ear for things. Like you know, with currency, like we, of course we, we respect currency because of the strengthy from down here, yeah. from New Orleans and Louisiana. We listen to them all the strength, underground goat for real. But you gotta have a certain ear to kind of just listen to to currency all the time. You gotta have a certain ear to listen to Dom Kennedy and Freddie Gibbs and people like that. Mm. You kind of gotta just like you know like what you like. And I think Larry June's just one of those people. You gotta just like what you like. No matter what he's saying, you just gotta just you know, you gotta feel it. But if I me grading this album, I give it a dope just because Larry puts out great projects for real. I listen to most of his most of his work, and he don't switch up. He not a, like you know he's always gonna stick true, stay true to his word for real. That's dropping knowledge. It's like you know what I'm saying he he really just see, he's his own person. I think that's my problem. Um, Pointed out, you pointed it out, you know, point blank period. Sometimes you have to be able to sit down, yeah, and like listen and really intake everything, like the metaphors, like what's being said, the message. See the currency, Larry, Dom. I don't be having time to sit down. I move too much. I got ADHD, mm-hmm. so um, when it come down to like the whole like that, almost like West Coast feel was slower. You just almost like you just gotta like almost be high, yeah, Mm -hmm. or not even be high, but you gotta just relax, yeah, just sit down, relax in that real chill zone. Sometimes I don't be there, or if I am there, I listen to something else. Um, and I I don't have the time, or I don't give the time to focus in on like a Larry Jones project. Um, and I think I want to say this one was probably like one of the lighter side tapes. Of um of today, I want to say twelve or thirteen tracks. Mm-hmm. I probably made it to number five. To yeah, which I, I made it to number five. I <laughs> I'm, su- I'm surprised you did. Um, and I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna have to give it another listen, or maybe a couple more listens, and really get in depth with it. Um, but that's 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 that one lane and that one area where I like it. To be honest, um, it's really just a preference. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and I think I think that's my issue. It's like that's my word. Not it. I don't, don't even want to say issue, but my preference is just not in that yeah area. Um, and I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get to a point where I'm like more diverse and going and touching dabble into that lane. Um, but yeah, I ain't gonna lie. From what I did hear, though, it was good. I did get that spitter vibe. I did get the Dom Kennedy vibe. Um, only issue is, I'm just not in that vibe mm-hmm. all the time, or in or in, or able to like listen to it and then get put in the vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but not, I, ain't, I mean, for me, from what I heard, I'm gonna just say me. I'm, I'm gonna say mid, but I, I'm nine times out of ten, I don't even want to put that rating down for real, for real, because I want to give it some more time and, and more listens um, to properly give it its just due um, instead of just going off of like the whim or you know giving that half ass yeah. grade because I half ass listen to it. Um, just keeping it G, you know, just you know off GP, just being for real, like you know. Hey man, you gonna you gonna find you gonna find your way. Hey, listen, I you right. <laughs> you gonna find your way it to it. It was like I because of y'all, I'm into um. It's because of y'all, I'm into Corday. 
before mm-hmm. we started, you know, whole dialogue and in, 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 in talking about Corday stuff a couple months ago, I was not tapped in. All I know is he was dating, you know, you know the tennis chick Osaka. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I I know her more than I know him. And yeah. Now, over the past couple months, I've really been getting in tune and tapped in with, like, with Corday and the things that he, like, his message in his song um, and his verses. And I fool with it. So I feel like the more I tap in, the more I start, you know, gauging that, that realm. I'll start fooling with it a little bit more. And I think that's when you'll start messing with Larry more. Once you like see his message and what mm-hmm. he's he's really like a voice inside your head that's really just trying to tell you to just, you know, do do great, be on your shit, live a healthy life, you know, get your money, get your bread up, live your life. Like, you know, don't let nothing get in your way, don't let no no negativity, no bullshit stop you from doing what you're doing. He like that that voice in your head that okay. really that really be like gets you motivated for real, but just Got calmly you. and subtle, like Got you. So yeah, it's, that's why it's kind of like at first, when you first listen to Larry, it's kind of you don't really get it because mm-hmm. of the flow and because of why his his his, uh, his melodies and his flow is really dr- like dragged or like just kind of slow. Mm-hmm. But he really just talking. He really like Spitter. Like he really just talking to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel that. I feel that. And that's sometimes I probably need that in my life. I probably yeah. need that switch up. Like, you really need that light switch. Like he really like tell you to pat yourself on the back, tell yourself good job. That's why his, his catchphrase is good job, Larry. Like <laughs> vibe, vibe, vibe. Pat yourself on the back. <laughs> Sometimes we need that in life. I think the last one that we touching on today, the last album. We're Voice of the hero. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Voice of the hero. We had Lil Baby and Lil Dirt last Friday. Drop some Fire on us. OTF and 4PF. Hey, hey, hey. Baby, I always feel like they're the ones that's gonna be passed the torch down to. 
they're going to be the ones that's going to really take over this thing and really take it to the next level. And I feel like that that's where they're in the early stages of doing it. I feel like Baby is following the right blueprint. He's mm-hmm. been on a, a hell of a run. Like, you know what I'm saying? Baby's taking the right steps to really being probably the next guy up, and so is Dirk. No transfers. So it's, it's really just seeing them two come together, it really, it really just made it kind of more clear for me that, okay, like, they're they're really at a you know identical parts of their careers where they're transcending, mm. and for them to come on and you know do a collab tape like this and really speak on r- real issues, real life issues, not only their personal life but also going on where they're from because they're really putting on they're really telling you the story of where they're from and how they go through the same struggles. So I feel like on that personal level they could really you know they could really transcend hip hop for real because I feel like they're changing the narrative and also they're making a message out for the younger kids because. Yeah, 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 that's one thing I do notice. Like both of them are not even even though they're young, they're not afraid to say, you know, like yo, like don't make the same mistakes I did. Mm-hmm. You know, try to make better decisions. Even though this is your environment, don't be a product of your environment. You know, be better and do better so you can improve um, your environment for the next man coming up behind you. Um, and I feel like that is a message that we really need in our communities, especially um, during the times that we're going through, especially at the age. Um, of their listeners and the people that are, you know, intaking, you know, the words that they're saying. So, especially with the title, like, The Voice of... Yeah, like, The Voice is Dirk and The Hero is Baby. Hey. They even said in the first song, like, you know... It's true. I, I, I thoroughly believe that, and I'm glad that they are taking up that role. Because one thing that, I, you know, that people don't realize is just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean that you're built mm-hmm. to, you know, handle that mantle or be on that platform or that stage or have that title... And to say that they are accepting it and running with it and then actually backing up with their actions. Hey, man, kudos and kiss claps. Um, and all support to them, for real, for real. Um, I'm here for it. I'm all for the movement. What does this collab tape remind you of? Where are you going with this, Brendan? I don't know. I just want to see. I just want to, I just want to know what, like, what is this collab tape with them two on? It is. Like, what is it really remind you of as far as something that you probably okay. have seen in the past so from a music standpoint it stands by itself from a industry um what how I want to say this how I want to say this from a like a Idol from an idol standpoint, it mm-hmm. reminds me of Drake and Future. Okay. And remind, and from an idol standpoint, it reminds me of Jay and Kanye. Kanye. Okay. If you think about it, like not not musically, musically no. Niggas in Paris, what a time to be alive. Two different, whole another playing field than this tape. But when I talk about idols of the industry, when Niggas in Paris came out, Jay and Kanye were untouchable. Mm-hmm. When, when the time came out Drake was already low key untouchable Future was low key coming into the fold as like that fourth Mount Rushmore head mm-hmm. and I feel like you know he kind of and then he held he, he held his own with his string of tapes you know throughout the decade I feel like this Dirk and Baby is that where is there the idols they're the, they're the ones coming up in the industry like we up next together like we yeah and it's like we are here we up next can't none of y'all really touch us like we that we gonna be the ones that hold this mantle for the next decade and that's what makes it so different for me because it's it's kind of like a 
it's kind of uh, different when it comes to collab albums we've seen in the past because mm-hmm. you don't really see collab albums that you know from my generation where two artists were actually transcending at the same the very same time mm-hmm. in the same year just in the same class yeah because i mean like jay and jay mm-hmm. and kanye were already at that level because mm-hmm. yeah, you know jay's already been in the game since the 90s yeah. so then kanye came early 2000s so it's like jay was already like at all right yeah a god right, at that right, point right. and kanye was already established so it's yeah. like and then Drake, like as Drake was already established, right? And, and Future was already on the. He was already run. in the light, but he was yeah. coming up. Like they weren't really like up and coming. Yeah. Even with even with College Grove with Wayne and, and Two Chains, it was like already there. it was really just already there. <laughs> like, it was already there. Um. Yeah. You you are right. You right right on it with this like pinpoint accurate. Like they're both even though they've been out, both of them been out. Mm-hmm. They're just now, I feel like, hitting that peak prime mm-hmm. time of their career. Like stardom. Like, yeah, where it's like they're undoubtedly like the next up. Like they are the cream of the crop of the next five, ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, it's, and it's crazy, you know, that, like we the past few episodes we've seen, like, who is next up? You know? They're who, almost, it reminds me, it might not, it might not even be like a direct uh, comparison, but to me, it just seems like. It gives me off like whiz and currency. Mm. Just like when they, because they, they, them two really came in together. Like they, they came in and transcended themselves from doing shit on their own. Mm. And I don't, that's because a lot, I mean, from my generation, that's really how I, I remember it, you know, just from all the, the, the currency and Wiz Khalifa tapes, like, you know, from Rolling Papers and everything, like in their tapes after that. It kind of reminds me of that, but just in a different light, you know, if, if speaking from a street sense rather mm. than, you know, just a, a chill aspect. So, yeah, that's that's what it kind of it kind of reminds me of. But it's like I said, it stands on its own because you haven't seen two people transcend at the same time get together on a tape to this magnitude, at least. Yeah. So it, it's it's very very different, very unique for me. I feel. Hey man, it's it's really an exciting time, bro. Just to see them come up and then you know be you know on that wave of like you know it's, this is their time really. It's almost like they it's not it's not even waiting for the tours to be passed. It's low key like they taking it. Cause we talked about it damn near every episode. It's like who who's next up? Who who's the next up? Who's the guy next mm. up? And we constantly just be like we we don't we don't want to really accept it. We don't want to answer it, but we right. know we have to because it's happening right in front of us literally every month. I'm like, all right, yeah, and this is it. This is like, the start. Yeah, Big Baby and Dirk is definitely <laughs> might be those guys next up for real. Cause we it, it's it's definitely that time like. Somebody has to take over to Thanks. the next generation, and I feel like, I mean, it's gonna come come full you know, come to, uh, full circle. Not even full circle, but it's gonna come come to light soon. Oh yeah, we gonna we gonna accept it sooner or later. Yeah, we are gonna have to accept it because we <laughs> no, we the old heads. We can't, we oh can't let goodness. go of our of our artists. <laughs> oh my goodness, we we're definitely old heads. heads. We like ah, ain't nobody like. Drake gonna they be. can't. They can't take the mantle. Yeah, you can't take Wayne and Drake's like reign. It's happening right now. Think how long it took for Jay Z fans to be like, oh, like you know, by by taking Jay's throne. Maybe twelve. Like it took till twelve probably. Mm-hmm. Like, like really stop making music. Then you know Wayne and Drake is like, oh, like who's about to take that? And then it's like, well, baby and no. Dirk kind of <laughs> Drake, Wayne, no, I don't know. This is gonna happen soon, but yeah, man, that's that's a good take on music today. Hey, bro, there was a lot of music that we had to cover, a lot that happened. Hopefully, 
uh, between now and the next episode, we have a good, healthy bit of uh, content that comes out. I feel like this is gonna be a very exciting summer, you know, hot boy summer. Hot boy summer. <laughs> that, that goes into the and then some Joe session. <laughs> hey, yo, you this know. guy's talking about a hot, hot boy summer. Is is well okay? Is it a hot boy summer for us? I'm married. I'm in a relationship. I have a kid on the way. I don't have one yet. <laughs> I'm not even, well, I'm not married yet. I'm taking a trip to Florida, so technically I'm going to be a hot boy in Florida just with her with me. You know, I'm bringing sand to the beach, but sometimes you need your own sand. We're not being hot boys, but come pick us up after. Right, you know, <laughs> come catch me after, come catch me, yeah. you know. We'll definitely be on the on corner. The we'll be on the block, you know. I'm going to step outside. Yeah, we'll step outside, outside on the curb. You know, I'm going to walk to the car and back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, you know. I'm going to go ride to the store, get me like, you know, some Arizona. Yeah, you know, Arizona and some Skittles. Right. With a hoodie you know, on. Yeah. R.P. Trayvon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, this hot outside. Like, yeah. You're right, you're right. People on Trayvon. Um, but yeah, man, all, all those that are having hot boys, I'm just like, hey, be safe. Wrap up the wheelie. Don't be silly, you know. Hey, man, if you want to be a hot boy this summer, travel. Just That's what I'm saying. Yeah, make sure you just, hey, it's open back up, bro. Get your vaccine shots. Make sure you protect it. On for the real, road outside, road. open back up. Travel, oh, man. man, for real. You trying to you trying to know where we at? <laughs> we outside. I'm about to say, ain't no outside until. Well, really, when is outside gonna open back up? It's open, bro. Yeah, it's open. It's I'm going to Florida in the month. Like it's open. Yeah, the, I mean, the doors outside. are pretty much open at this yeah, point. We're I'm, just waiting for confirmation. My, like, my outside is pr- like pr- pushing the window open and catching the breeze as I'm on my bed. That's my outside. I think we kind of just made it open for ourselves in a way because it's like at this point, we just need the news to be like everything's 100% open, like businesses are at full capacity. Like, just, know, we're just waiting like, for that. I feel like it is already. They just didn't announce it. Yet. Yeah, they just don't. They don't want to announce it yet. <laughs> they can't because they got to cover their own ass. But that's. Neither the pandemonium, pandemic pandemonium, you pandemic pandemonium. <laughs> but but the, this, this hot boy summer, uh, yeah, just it's dead, bro. It's dead. It's dead for me. For y'all, hey, I, I live vicariously through y'all Instagrams and Twitter and Snapchat videos. I live through y'all and TikTok. Shout out to TikTok because I wake up and watch TikTok for about five minutes before I get my day started. But I'm living through y'all, so keep the Instagrams coming. You know what I'm saying? Hey, fellas, don't be afraid to take trips with your niggas, man. These girls doing it every weekend. Right. You see them on the ground. You see them on Snap living their best life, traveling, going places, living life. Hey, man, do the same. You never know who you're going to meet. You never know what you're going to run into. You never know what you might... Get into just don't get into something that might you know yeah, ruin. Canal Street, fam. Just go take a Canal. walk. Canal. Go take a walk, bro. Canal Street. Go take what? a walk and come back. Go to Burlington. No, go get out of Louisiana. Back. No. <laughs> you just be careful. You know what I'm saying? Do what you do. This do man, do what I won't be doing. This man said Bourbon Street. I saying you know last time I've been to Bourbon Street. I can't even take it last time I've been to Bourbon Street. I can't tell you either. It's because of y'all. Last time I went, I know that for a fact. For you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we didn't even walk down there. We didn't go down there. We didn't, we, that. That, was X, that was X on the map for us. We were like, nah, we ain't going that far. For real? Bro, I didn't know that. We literally walked to now, went to the cigar shop. It was like, nah, we ain't going down there. You're right, we did. That was a follow up. Because that was like around the time, yeah, COVID, COVID was. COVID was like, yeah, COVID was like kind of going on. And the city was real shut down. That's why we stayed down here, matter of fact. 
Because stuff was closing at like 10 o'clock. Yeah. So we couldn't go nowhere. It was still lit. I still threw up. Yeah, my man was up. my man was lit. That was my hot boy summer right there. Yeah, in we, the wintertime. We brought Joe in the right way that night. Yeah. That was a good, it was a good like one, two punch and then uh, shook back. You know, yeah. That was your hot boy summer. Even though it wasn't summertime, it was January. <laughs> Literally. Was it? Yeah. It was, it was November. It was Thanksgiving weekend. It was. I'm tripping. Yeah, yeah, it was Thanksgiving weekend. Even worse. It was, yeah. Even worse. I don't like it. was fun. I enjoyed myself. I thoroughly enjoyed yeah. my, my hot boy summer in the wintertime. Your, your cold boy winter. Yeah. Oh, I'm about to go hashtag that, man. Use it. I swear. I cold, promise you. Cold boy winter. <laughs> I'm about to start using that. Oh, my goodness. Innovation. Um, I guess yours is dead too. No. Oh yeah, mine's. I mean, I'm, I'm having, I'm having a hot, uh, a hot love summer. I'm about to say my son then went to Arkansas. Yeah, I went to my man out here. My yeah. man had to go freaking to. Uh, he gonna go. I feel like I'm gonna get a text. I'm trying to trying to plan going, a birthday trip soon. We going here in like a couple of weeks. I'm, I already feel it. That's just gonna happen. Hey. And I would just be sitting here like, must be nice. I'm about to say, a couple months ago, I wasn't trying to go nowhere. It's because of strength. I ain't feel like I could even do that. <laughs> but now I'm like, hey, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Do it. Hey, bro, make it happen. Make it work for you. We trying, you know. It's gonna, it's, it's I'm trying to plan a little birthday trip. Oh. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the deets after the episode. But, yeah. I'm say, you can't talk too loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Mine? Hers. Hers? Oh, hers just passed. Hers was, hers was June 5th. Yeah, so we, yeah, we celebrated out there. Oh, that'd be right before mine. Hey, mm-hmm. Gemini. That's fam. Oh, yeah, that's good sis. Oh, that's good sis. Y'all, 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 that was that was a a very. Uh, well, you don't learn black people don't deserve and don't belong in the goddamn wilderness. We belong in nature. Nature no, is no, nature is a part of us. No, we don't. How we don't belong in nature? We don't belong in nature. We started I, out in nature. What you mean? Just because you start, don't mean that's what you're supposed to finish. I belong in air condition. You know what's in the wilderness? Bobcats that chase you down the trail. Yeah, you saw that video in Utah. That's Utah. And I told Jordan this with his dumb ass a long time ago. That's why you don't go on trails that give you those warnings. Like, we have wild animals out here. I'm <laughs> going on ones that don't have nothing out there. I'm telling you right now, I can't. I can't at all. Those type of trails, I, I'd rather not go on. They have the, literally the bobcats and the mountain lions and yeah. stuff. So I, I'm hey, good bro, on that. Bro, I'm just glad you're back here. I'm just oh, glad yeah, you're yeah. back in the dining room. We, and, and, you know, we, didn't, we didn't run into in nothing. The, in the pod section, you know. We didn't run into nothing. A couple spider webs here and there, but, you know, it was, it was cool. I'm just glad you enjoyed yourself, Got, man. got lost a little bit. I like, I love I love it. I love the vibe I'm getting. I love the aura, the energy. Oh, yeah, we chilling. They watching The Conjuring right now. They, I'm surprised they're still going. This Somebody is interesting. Dead, obviously. Someone's on the table dead. <laughs> you know what else is dead? Well, it's not dead, but... No. LeBron. LeBron. Oh, the <laughs> Lakers. Son, let me tell you. I knew they wasn't going to win it all, like repeat, but I didn't think the first round. But see, my thing is this. that This goes back to the whole setup of a, of a super team. 
all your money going to these two or three stars. Yeah. The rest of your team, bro, them role players got to hit. They got to fill in. And and they don't. You let you let Rondo go. You let JaVale and Howard go. Like the big dudes who basically protected AD because AD is injury prone. You let all them people go. And, you know, because obviously you couldn't pay because all your money is going to King James, mm-hmm. which is, you know, warranted. But, man, my man bounced out the first round. Um, and this, all, I feel like this, this, this is going to kill his legacy, which I hate to say because I'm a, I'm a huge LeBron James fan. I think LeBron James will go down as the GOAT um, when it's all said and done. But, that man, just don't hurt. AD, AD shouldn't have been back that game, man. He shouldn't have. Yeah, that's fair. It, it just all wasn't. I feel like they was rushing it, and this is the the product of the result you get when you're trying to rush something. You're trying to so desperately, you know, get a ring for it. You you, you know the injury. You know he was hurt. Mm-hmm. Like you know how bad it was. It was the last game of the year. Like you, you I ain't saying you're getting greedy, but like, bro, sometimes you gotta take. Well, nowadays you gotta take your health before you know the ring. Back then it's like, look, I got a broken ankle, but you ain't about to. Mm-hmm. We about to get this ring. Now, nah, you got. You got other stuff. I'm too big of a brand. Yeah, you, you're definitely a brand at this point. But it, it was it was tough to see them go, go out the first round, man. You know, it's crazy for me. It was tough because I love watching my man succeed. But at the same time, I was proud that he went out the first round. Because by him going out, that means CP3 continues. The, 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 the hey, legend. Man, shout out to CP3, the only... Well, not the only, but one of the few guys that left us from New Orleans that we still rock with. Bro, when I fuck, tell you, fuck Anthony Davis. I've never seen, <laughs> I've never seen somebody wherever they go is the undoubted leader of that team. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course you could say LeBron, but I feel like when LeBron first left Cleveland and went to Miami, the leader of that team was the. Way He's he led every team. Chris, wherever Chris Paul goes, he even Houston. Guy. I don't care what nobody say. Harden was not leading was that Chris team. Paul. Chris Paul was. And wherever he goes, he is the alpha dog. Mm-hmm. And if Harden was a leader, he wouldn't have left Houston and went to Brooklyn. But that's a story for another day. That's so. a, we everybody talking about KD was soft. That's a soft move. Harden was very soft. That's very, soft. It's very very cupcakeish. Very cupcake. Very Charmin Ultra. <laughs> Betty Crocker. Ah, but I mean, man, I'm just like when I tell you. And the crazy part is, imagine Chris Paul with us. Imagine Chris Paul at the Pelicans today. This is actually what I wanted Chris Paul to be at for so long because Chris Paul is my favorite basketball player of all mm-hmm. time. Like he's that's my that's my guy. But I just like to see that we're finally seeing him in the light he should have always been in. Yeah, the finals. Like we we've been waiting to see this. It's like coming. Chris they Paul to, to like be in this light and hopefully get a ring. Bro. I want that for him, bro. When I tell you the Suns are going to the finals, like. You know, this I feel like this I was trying to tell somebody at work that today. I'm like, hey, bro, no sleep on the Suns. As a clip, as a Clippers fan, it kills me to say this, but I feel like, I feel like the Suns. If it falls out this way, I think it does fall out this way. I think it's gonna be the Suns in Atlanta. That's gonna be the ones that like showing the lead, like yo, we up next, mm-hmm. like we coming, and it's gonna be either the Suns or it's gonna be Atlanta that make it to the uh, that make it to the finals, coming out the West. The Clippers, I think we got enough to maybe get past. Maybe get past the Jazz, but it's CP3. It's CP3 time. He on a mission, this, bro. This is his year. He on a mission. I think he, I think he know that. That whole team is just is so put together, and I feel like he's definitely controlling, facilitating, just getting the grind each yeah. and every night to go get the dub. 
You could definitely see the hunger, man, because they they wiping anything and everything out that comes in their way. You got him, Booker, like Jay Crowder, like just that that defender, that that protector of the team, bro. Mm-hmm. Like Booker hunger. Booker is like a superstar. I feel like Booker really coming to his own, and he needed that. He needs that Chris Paul. He needed that that vet to be yeah. like, little nigga. You are this team. I'm gonna help get you there. But this but is you, your this, this your this, team. This is your team. You gotta step up. But I'm gonna help. You know. I'm I'm a lead, yeah. But I want you to know that you you the guy. Like I'm a, I'm gonna take over sometimes. Yeah. But you gotta think you need thirty. And I think that's what his, his struggle been each time he went somewhere to a different team. Like he never had somebody to really humble themselves to really be like take heed to his role as a leader. Mm-hmm. Even in L. A. Like when he left us to go to the Clippers. You know, I, I felt I always thought that team was gonna be the next. Yeah, I thought that was a super team to yeah, me. I have no idea. How you know my, how that period of my life bruh, killed me every year. DeAndre and Blake and Jamal Crawford and like bro and, J, and JJ and Matt JJ Barnes. like yeah. bro that was, was yeah. that was yeah. a, that let's was rub a, it in let's rub it in yeah that was a time right there for y'all. Bro. Thank you, thank you. I'm aware, fully aware. But like you know, you blew it. You, but it just didn't work, you know. Not only with the team, oh, but just Rose. the organization. Donald Sterling and everybody. I feel like that's that was another one. <laughs> that was that was some shit right though. Next team, please. Next team, what it was? Oak, no, Houston. No, nah. Houston after that. Didn't um, he? yeah. Then he went to uh, went to Houston. Then he went to Oklahoma. Then he went to Houston. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we already know what the problem with Houston was. Harden was too headstrong. Harden didn't want to give that man like. His respect as a leader. Bro, he is a legit point guard. Chris Paul is the definition of a point guard, a floor general. I am going to bring the ball up. I'm going to tell y'all what play we're doing and where you got to be. Get there. I will get you the ball. And if I can't get you the ball, I'm about to score it. Because I I can take anybody off the dribble. That's what Chris Paul is. Like, and my thing is, like you said, Houston, the Harden didn't want to give it up to him. OKC, OKC was supposed to be trash, but you give them a leader to guide them young dogs, bro, and they made noise in the playoffs. They made noise. I thought they was going. Didn't they go undefeated in the bubble? No, that was the Suns. The Suns. That was the Suns. Okay, but that was before Chris Paul got there. Yeah, but like when I tell you, like because he 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 made OKC make noise, they got bounced, but they still was a force. Mm-hmm. Now you give him, now you put him with another group of young young dudes, but they're better than what OKC was. It's over with. It's over with. I feel like Chris Paul, even though he don't got no rings, I feel like Chris Paul has to. Hey, we're going to speak that ring into this season. First, first, first bad Hall of Famer. We speak in that ring for this for this year's finals. One of the greatest point guards ever. That's my guy, man. I love Chris Paul. I don't care about stuff. I don't care about freaking threes from heaven. I was wearing CP3 Jordans in middle school. Nobody know about that. That's <laughs> crazy, me too. I was wearing them CP3s for I was, real. I had the team Jordans. It was, I had the white ones with the black bottoms and the red secondary. I had the... Dang, that's crazy. I had the Hornets colors one with the uh, the patent leather and the uh, the royal blue with the uh, the gold going around it and the fleur de lis on the I, side. Yeah. I'm, I'm Man, bro. <laughs> Man, when Chris Paul was in Louisiana, bro, it was it was definitely a you time. Couldn't tell us nothing. You couldn't tell us nothing. That man even brought us to like the second to the second yeah, round. He, he brought us to the second round against the Spurs. Yep, and we we didn't deserve to be there. We didn't. We didn't deserve that. And then every year after that, we had to play Kobe. 
It, was, it frustrated me every year. Man, playing against the Mamba, bro, that was stressful. Imagine him and Kobe on the same. Imagine if that Lakers trade would have went through. The fact they vetoed that trade. See, I heard it was because at the time the league was technically over the Pelican. I mean, over the Hornets. Like that's when the league was running. Oh, before they had an owner, legit yeah. owner. And so they like other teams. Yeah, because that was before Tom Benson came yeah. and bought it. Yeah. So other teams was low key like, nah, y'all cheating. Yeah. That would have been a cheat code. That would have been a cheat code. But look at it now. Is it was it really a cheat code? Yes, because a couple years later, then you get Kobe and Chris Paul versus what they got now. But my thing, but see, this was before that time. If you think about it, that was before the Celtics. I think or was at the same. That time? was at the time. Celtics had the big the three. Celtics, yeah, the Celtics big three. They had the big but three. Crazy, I don't think they were. They were called the big three, but it it was made organically. Like yeah, it wasn't like a yeah, it wasn't a put together like automatically. Y'all, yeah. y'all primes, let's get together. Like, like the team did that. But it wasn't until LeBron was like, <laughs> I'm coming to you because you're there. And right. Him come to us. Like, LeBron started that. It would have been a different narrative if Chris Paul would have went to the Lakers, I feel. It would have probably, that would have really started it. The crazy thing is, I don't think it would have worked. I think Kobe is too, like, this is my team. Kobe was, this is too, this is my team. I am the leader. I am. I, I don't know. It, think, it, it might think, have. I think it would have worked, but at the same time. Because they still had a team. They still have power. They still have. Uh, I, I mean, my thing is just like you got two alphas, like and other alphas on the team too. Yeah, you still got a, a team around you. So it's like because like even with Miami, if you think about it, it was like LeBron came in as like the best player in the league, but he wasn't but the he leader. Knew, he knew it was Dwayne's team. Yeah, and then it took for Dwayne to be like, "I'm gonna give you the keys." I don't think Kobe would have been like, "I'm gonna give you the keys." Nah, not not at all. I don't think so. Maybe he'll be like, "All right, you can. You're the you're the point guard of this team. <laughs> yeah, you can run the flow, but I'm taking a left shot. Well, you, you might still take it up the court. You know, Kobe always gonna bring it up. But Chad, hey, bro, stamp CB3 stamp. Stamped it, man. Hall of Fame gold. So, so before we wrap up, I know you had mentioned we want to talk about special guests coming up. Uh, yeah, man. Um. We had, I don't know, for, for those of y'all who follow us um, religiously in our repeat, repeat listeners of the Hoity Podcast, I know y'all tapped into the, the episode we had with Miss Cameron J. Sampson, um, and uh, when we talked about women empowerment, uh, the role of women in society, being a, a young mother, as well as a young career woman, um, and we really enjoyed having a spe- her on as a special guest. So we have a lot more special guests coming. So please stay tuned and tap in, bro. Uh, we got my man um, Kenny with the Coke on standby. We yes, sir. Shayla Lee Shay Chanel you know, on standby. <laughs> we got my man Pook, Mr. Darius Lips, you know. We got to get Moochie on here, too, man. Military man. And uh, uh, a devoted father, my man Pook. Shout out to you. Yes, sir. Get uh, Pook on here. As we are a music podcast. Mushi Moo, I'm coming for you, big dog. Uh, Jalen Davis, bro, hey, come tap in with us. And also, shout out to another podcast that has showed much love to us. Four Mr. Four. Mr. Nick, uh, four Four, we need to have y'all back on here. And also, uh, the Soul Not Told podcast. Soul Not Told. Uh, Nick Jones, bro, I already talked to him. And he almost cool. He on, he, on, he on standby coming through. Um, and almost cool with Jordan Hooter yeah. and his guy. Who? Yeah. Man, we, April, we, tap in. We coming for you. Hey, bro, look, we about to do a lot of collabs, a lot of special guests, so please tap in. 
and um, look on look out for that. I think that's I want to say that that should be coming up next, right? Or you how, how you gonna run that? Yeah, we yeah. Whenever it work out. Yeah, whenever you fall in. Hey, we definitely about to get the special guest role. I think once. Once it happens, we you're gonna just see it coming. Once you see it, let me tell you. Right. As soon as we record, we drop. Yeah. Ain't no waiting. As soon as the second we record, bro, we drop it the next day or that night. Like I'm submitting right after we, right after this episode. (laughs) It's coming. I already got y'all on deck. We already confirmed it. Got y'all locked in. You know, I know it's been a minute since we talked about it. I think it's been like a week since I talked to the last person about it. But I'm I'm definitely we got like five, six, seven people lined up. Um. Miss Arrell's gonna pop up on here one of these days. She be evading us or whatever, but it's okay. She gonna pop up. The unanimous you know, third third host. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she low key be here um, as a background host, you know. I guess, I guess. Uh, that could Nissa, work too. That could pop up too. I guess uh, Nissa you know, gonna be on the podcast too. Shout out to Good Sis. I see you. Gonna get a miss on the podcast. Um, <laughs> but, you know, hey, look out. You know, like I said, bro, we, come, we got big things coming. Big moves on the way. Just keep listening and keep tuning in. Keep supporting. We love y'all for loving us. And we're going to keep getting y'all <laughs> what y'all love. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. So, I am your boy, Joe, a.k.a. Jose, all day, every day. <laughs> yeah. With I'm, my man, B. I'm B. You know, Mr. Brendan Bowser. Yes, sir. Drunk professional. <laughs> can't wait to see y'all. Well, not see us, but... I'm saying can't wait to see y'all. <laughs> can't wait for y'all to tune in next time on another episode with us. Like like we said, special guests are definitely going to be rolling in. If you want to get on, you want to get on the podcast with us, if you have anything you want to promote, promote your business, or you want to get on have a conversation with us, just DM us or just mention us on Twitter. Like we, We'll definitely respond back. We're not no standoffish people. So, hey. Yeah. Hey. We may also do some, you know, pop up on live. So keep checking on the. Oh, IG. yeah, definitely. Messages of the day are still going strong. You know, all about spreading that positivity and love and equality. Gotta um, get this knowledge. Gotta get this wisdom. Yeah, man. Look, and can't nothing stop you but you. You know what I'm saying? Shout um, out to Zaylock. And we're just trying to keep, <laughs> keep that message going, keep our people strong and your heads up. And, and uh, let's keep, you know, bettering our community. So our children and our children's children can, you know, be in better positions than us. And uh, that's all we trying to be here and preach and give y'all some music, give our opinions, share y'all opinions. And then we touch on the culture and what's going on in our society. So, with no further ado, is that it? That is it, sir. We will see y'all on the next episode. Thank y'all for tuning in. We'll be back soon.